Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with Janelle and Leslie. I'm Janelle Cameron. And I'm Leslie Pearson. And we're here to talk about what's happened in the November 2020 market with respect to real estate in the GTA. Welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team, the podcast that helps make your real estate dreams a reality. The Janelle Cameron team is your expert source for all things real estate in the greater Toronto area. Whether you're considering a renovation to improve your return on investment, looking at homes for the very first time, or even considering becoming an agent yourself, we've got you covered. Hey everybody, how you doing? I'm Janelle. Hi there, I'm Leslie. And welcome. Uh, we're going to talk today a little bit about what's happened with the Toronto real estate market or the GTA real estate market in the month of November. Crazy times, eh? Yeah, the stats just came out. So this is uh, fresh information uh, about uh, November. Yeah, it's been um, such a weird few months and I really wasn't sure what to expect for November because, um, you know, you've kind of got what's gone on in the market and then what your own perception is. Your own experience. Your own experience. And that's just anecdotal and local and it might not jive with the stats. So that's why it's always a surprise to see the stats. It is, yeah. Um, And this month in particular, it's definitely I've sensed, and we'll talk about the numbers in a minute, but I definitely have sensed a a slowing down with the condo market. We've all, Mm -hmm, yeah, and and I, you know, have buyers trying to buy in uh, Pickering and Ajax and that's been absolutely nuts so I can see relate to that yeah Yeah. but then you know there's a lot of other information that's come out Um, so yeah so ready to talk about those yeah let's get to it okay so all good news really for the most part as long as we're in the freehold market Uh, we had a big increase in price 13.3 percent over last year now that's all markets all categories all across the GTA so you, you know you have to look at each place separately, right? Right. So that's an overview. And uh, locally, across the GTA, it differs. It differs, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, we, you know, obviously on this show, we can't go through every single right. region, but... And that's always the case. It's always the case. Yeah, it's not yeah. a COVID thing. It's not a, that's uh, right. a co- economic thing in particular. It's a yeah. function of the variables across the city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about that because I saw yesterday something that irritated the hell out of me. Oh, let's hear. What's yeah. that? <laughs> so now Toronto... Right? Magazine. Yes. Oh, gosh. Reported a decline in sales prices for the month of November. And I'm like, where the hell are yeah. they getting this information? So I opened the, the link. And of course, we that's why there's a headline. Yeah. Honest to God. And yeah. you know what they've done is they've compared November of 2020 to October of 2020 to September of 2020, oh. which is not how we compare real estate stats, people. We compare real estate stats looking year over year. It has always been that way. It'll always be that way. We have never compared one month to the previous month to the previous month. That doesn't give us any indication. October, by the way, is always a much better month than November. Right. So it's kind of a false indicator because every month, uh, every season is different. And right. so you're comparing apples and oranges there. Exactly. But it's alarmist. It's an alarmist headline and it's an alarmist thing to to track. And, it's, and that's and, what gets people Right. And it's, it's an alarmist publication, yeah. let's be honest. <laughs> so I find the same thing with BlogTO. I read something yesterday that they were saying. And right. it was... I'm like shaking my head. It didn't make any sense. Right, yeah. same, same thing. Right. And I think, mm-hmm. and you know, BlogTO is another a good example of a, of a I'm going to call it a publication because I don't know what you call online publications. 
anymore. But sometimes they have one message and sometimes they have another message. And I mm-hmm. think, um, you know, a lot of media outlets will do this in order for you to open it up and, right. and take it. And are you, in your experience, have you ever had a year where November wasn't slower than October or November. I mean, I mean I'm not surprised I don't think by so. that. Of no. course not. Mm-hmm. And that's the way it is. And so when we review, I just want to point this out again, when we review numbers, we look at year over year. Right. Right? We look at everything that's happened this November compared to last November, and that's the only thing that we can do. So do not get caught up in that. Yeah. Right? So go let's talk about that again. So thirteen point three percent increase from this year over last year. That brought the average sales price to about nine hundred and ninety five thousand and change. Now that was price in terms of sales, also really good. We were up, I think it was like 23% over, uh, 24% actually over last year in sales volume. I found that one surprising. I did too, because I think, because, you know, largely we work the downtown Toronto market and and that's been slower. Maybe that, yes, it's my experience that does, that one uh, was a bit of a surprise to me based on my experience. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I tend to agree. Um, if we're looking at that, you know, 416 versus 905, yeah. we had, um, you know, less of a sales increase in the 416 than we did the 905, right. which is, makes sense to us because yeah. we don't maybe work as much, you yeah. know, in the not. I probably do a little bit yeah. more than you do. Um, but absolutely. Uh, so year over year price change, I found this really interesting that, and, 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 you know, I don't want to go into this. I could talk about stats all day. Clearly I'm in the wrong business, but, uh, we had an 8.7% increase in a detached home in the 416, but we had a 19% increase in a four, in the, uh, 905 for a detached home. 19%. Yeah, that's shocking. And you think that's that's primarily Durham? Oh, I think it's Durham. Because I've, it's I've Durham done a bit of running around in places like Thornhill and Richmond Hill, and I'm not seeing that there. Yeah, York Region's slower, yeah. right? I, I don't know what happened there, but, you know, really in the last couple of years, they're, yeah. they seem to lag a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, Durham, I think I think that's... The well, you've found that, haven't you? you have, yeah. uh, you're working a lot with people who are looking yeah. out there, and, and places are flying. Yeah, I can't even get out there. Yeah. It's like they're... You know, the, it goes on the market on at 10 a.m. and I'm like, all right, we book an appointment for five. And like, oh, sorry, we've got four bully offers by noon yeah. and sold. Yeah. So that's been interesting, and I think also because, uh, you know, maybe the Durham market is not used to that. Right. Um, things have not been set up the same way that they are in the Toronto. We've been used to this. Yeah, they're not as familiar with you know the practices that make it work really effectively. Right, and that yeah. is not. In a, here's an effective. That is not an effective strategy. Uh, here's a tip for everybody who's in Durham. <laughs> if you are going to sell your place um, and you want multiple offers, give it at least two days, right? Do not look at offers right away because you're missing out, period. Yeah. You know, because like my people may have been yeah. offering but on you didn't any even of those. Have a chance. We don't yeah. even have a chance. There yeah. has to be some yeah. chance to get in yeah. and take a look at the place. If you really want to get the most money, you got to give it a bit of time. And yeah. so there is an yeah. argument to be made for people who do not look at bully offers. Right? Yes. They, no preemptive offers. This is the offer date and that's the time. Um, and that's t- typically how I would structure a multiple offer situation yeah. here in Toronto. I, maybe I only give it four or five days, but I don't let people come in with a bully offer. I, I think it does a disservice to my seller. Well, yeah, and I often find that if you buy into the process 
and you believe the concept of maximum visibility and exposure and marketing, why would you just throw that out because someone came along early? It's only nerves and lack of confidence. Lack of confidence. And in this market, there's no reason to have those nerves or lack of confidence. Right. I see other things, though, other than an offer date. You see things like no offers until a certain date or needing 20, 48 or 28, 24 hours irrevocable as a way of extending the visibility without setting a date. Right, right. See that, those options as well. Yeah. which With, all, with the same goal. With the same goal. Of and letting people it, have the time to get in. That's right. It may, may work a little more successfully in Toronto yeah, right now. Right but now, in a really yeah. really heated market. No, you need to set a date. And, I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so don't do that, everybody. That's, mm-hmm. just a, that's just a huge mistake. I don't know why. Have, yeah. Have confidence in the process. Yes. Let it ride out and it'll be fine. Now, the only the caveat to that would be the only time I don't do it is if I list something and I have an offer date and nobody's coming. Yes. And then I think, ooh. And then somebody yeah. offers a bully offer. Right. And like, let's jump on that one because we right. only had a few showings. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. You have to listen to your real estate counsel and um, have confidence in it and adjust on the fly yeah. as the circumstances warrant. That's right. Yeah. Not be rigid in your, like, have a plan, but not be rigid and stick to your plan if exactly. circumstances change. I agree. Yeah. 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 So do we want to turn this into a what not to do in or what to do in a hot market or, or turn back to stats? Cause well, I got, we could do a little bit of both. Yeah, there's yeah. so many things. So let's talk more about the stats and then yeah. maybe we can talk about that. Um, so now where we've seen the decline was in condo prices, yes. right? So we had a, a minus 3% uh, or 3% decline over last year. In the whole GTA? In the whole GTA, that's largely coming from the Toronto market, right? So that's not, no. Uh, you know, that's that's not a surprise. It's right? not a surprise. And actually, I, I expected it to be a bit higher than that, a, a, more of a drop. Yeah. But and, I, you know, we just have to wait and see what's coming. We've yeah. got... The flip side to that is that we're still up in sales, yeah. sales volume. We're still up 2% over last year, yeah. which means all good things. But we've had double the inventory, Yeah. right? So um, I think I expect it to be higher because lately what I've been looking at is very small starter condos downtown. And I bet if we broke it down into yeah. maybe per square footage, yeah. um, those have uh, those have seen a, a bigger hit, I yeah, think. Yeah, I would think mm-hmm. so too. Um, so, you know, not to panic for everybody. I mean, I think it's really important to note that the Toronto Real Estate Board, who's who, by the way, if you're ever looking at um, economics and sort of predictions, they always seem to be right. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are expecting that uh, the condo market will bounce back in the spring quite nicely. I agree. Yeah, I totally agree. I see agree. all those signs. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. So I have no concerns. No. Yeah. I talked to you last week about uh, buyers that I have that are looking for a condo downtown, and they were certain that it's going to continue to drop and drop. We had a conversation about, you know, getting in now, and you never know when it's going to drop and the impossibility of timing the market. Well, it sold in multiples. Right. I mean, and this is in the range of one, two to one, three. Right. So so. you just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, maybe we'll say this every single week, but um, don't try to time the market. No, you You can't can't do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We can't do it. And desirable product is always going to be coveted by many people. Absolutely. And so, you know, my clients have lost out on a fabulous place because they thought it was going to drop because they listened to the media. Right. 
And what did they? They should have listened to me. Absolutely. And what did they think they were going to save? Like ten grand? Exactly. So really, like what at the when you're looking at the at the whole scheme of things, did you honestly think it was going to drop like three hundred thousand dollars? Like what were you thinking? Yeah, they did, and uh, I didn't, and so I said that let's offer ten thousand less than you would have otherwise. Right. (laughs) If that's what you think is going to happen. Right. Anyway, I sorry to uh, distract the conversation. Yeah. No, that's okay. I um, I think these are important things for people to hear. mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. So that's where we're at. So I think we've just got to hang tight. I mean, December is kind of a sucky month anyway, right? Not a lot's happening. No, quiet month. I wouldn't call it sucky, but it's, it's quiet. A little, it's a little yeah. sucky. But it's time to give some thought, taking these stats into consideration about what you might want to do next year. Absolutely. Yeah. February is it's a good time my to favorite be, month. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, I mean, people think the spring market, which is traditionally the strongest, you know, starts in May and June. But in fact... If you wait till then, you know, in many cases, it, yeah. you're done. It's over. It starts yeah. in mid, it might even be mid-January this year. Yeah, that's right. But typically February. Sometimes yeah. a little weather I love dependent. February, yeah. But February, yeah. So I would say to people, if you're thinking about selling in the new year, think about February, particularly right after the uh, family weekend, family day weekend, long weekend. That's usually when things really pick up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think we'll see the same. Yeah, I agree. Now for buyers though, right? December. Yeah, if you want... Keep your eyes out. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, keep um, your eyes out. Yeah, In no. January, maybe too. A lot of that, again, weather dependent. Because I think um, I think January this year... I, I think we're going to start to see things pick up, though. Like th- the, the frenzy of the market, the interest, the energy, I mm-hmm. think will be probably earlier. It'll probably be January this mm-hmm. year. That's my, my guess. Yeah, and also another factor this year is COVID news. So, you know, if we maybe come out of this little bit of a quasi-lockdown and we get some good news about vaccines on the horizon, I think yeah. people might kind of open their eyes a bit to more people might than are currently to yeah, buying. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay, let's talk a little bit more about what we were saying before, um, strategy. What do you got for us? Listing, selling, strategy? Well, I was thinking in relation to how um, maybe unexpectedly strong Durham is and um, how they're maybe facing new circumstances um, with such high demand for their product. So I was thinking specifically out there, uh, but uh, which made me think of, you know, what to do if you're uh, uh, in a very strong market and you have a coveted property in terms of getting it ready to get the most money possible. And, you know, I don't know how you feel about this, but pricing is an issue. Do Mm -hmm. you go, you know, really low, moderately low, not low, and uh, talk about the consequences of it not moving? You talked about that. I think it's crazy in um, the way houses are moving in Durham um, so quickly not to have a pre-listing home inspection done. Absolutely. So they're that not doing that out there. It's a crazy that's what thing I've I don't, ever yeah. seen. So I think they're not doing it because they don't have experience with it. That's but right. your goal is to have a firm offer, a conditional sale. You know, with a conditional sale, you have not sold your house. Mm-hmm. So um, for a little bit of effort, it makes so much sense to me to have somebody recognized, a great reputation, do a pre-listing home inspection right. and try and drive that firm offer. Now, our, our the way we do things at our, on our team is we provide that. Yeah. I, I as the listing Oh, I believe agent, so strongly in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, I think there are kind of two ways to go about that. The seller may want to provide, do their own. 
but the listing agent really, if you're again doing the best job for your sellers and you want to make sure that their offer comes in the strongest and offer comes in the strongest, you have to have one and you should be doing that as part of your service. That's yeah. my belief. Personally. Whether or not you're in a situation, I think, whether or not you're in a situation of setting an offer date. Absolutely. Even if you're in a, a location or a market that doesn't warrant that strategy, I would, I still do it. Yeah. And uh, one thing that, uh, one huge advantage I find of it is that I think in any subject, um, knowledge is power. Yeah. And if you are fully aware of issues with your house, that just only gives you greater negotiation power. Yeah. Someone comes in low because there's... I don't know, knob and tube, you could say, yes, we know that. And that's right. why we listed it at this price. Exactly. If you don't have that, yeah. how can you argue right. that? And there is nothing more shocking than selling your home conditionally on a home inspection. And then the home inspection's done. I've had this experience a couple of times and all of a sudden the person comes back and says, oh, you've had termites. Of what? course, of course they're going to though. Right. If you think about it. But if you didn't know that, yeah. right. right. So I really, I, bl- yeah. I, yeah wholeheartedly agree. Now, one of the things I get from a lot of my clients is, uh, who are buying, well, did the seller, if the seller did a home inspection, we don't trust that it's unbiased. Yes, I hear that too. Yeah. Um, Not true. I don't think it is true. And I think it, I, I look closely at who has conducted the home inspection and what the reputation of that individual and if they're with a firm, that firm has. Um, But, and, um, with the acknowledgement that a pre-listing home inspection is done for the seller, um, I have not, I mean, I haven't had any issues with uh, to no. indicate a lack of trust in the results. And I think, Nobody's... No, and you have to remember, these people are, are licensed home right. inspectors who are obligated, yeah. just like we all are. And their business depends on the reputation. Yeah, and they have to be ethical mm-hmm. and upfront. And so um, nobody's going to jeopardize their career for that to hide something. Yeah. And so I think that part of this process of, you know, you have to trust the process. It's, yeah. it's the same kind of thing. Yeah. And in real estate, I firmly believe, like, Disclose, disclose, disclose. Yeah. Um, for the advantage of everybody, seller and buyer. Um, if there's something that you don't know if you should disclose, disclose or not, disclose. Yeah. I'm I'm all about that. That's and right. And home inspectors are the same. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've never come into yeah. contact with someone yeah. who's any different. Yeah. So okay, that's a good uh, good point about. Yeah, home I'm so glad that um, that you agree with me and that part of this team's. Um, approach is to offer that as a service to Absolutely. all our sellers. Yeah, yeah. That's important. Yeah. And I think as, um, as a buyer, you know, when you're going in to put an offer in on a property, you know, do you need an inspection or not? Right. A lot of that is up to you personally and how you feel, uh, comfortably. I know, you know, our mandate, uh, Remax and, and, you know, as, as per the Ontario Real Estate Association as well, is that people should always be having a home inspection. Um, but I'm not here to say that's always the case. I think a lot of this is yeah. totally up to the buyer, yeah. right? You may be the kind of person who, or the kind of family that can figure these things out yourself. And yeah, you don't whether need whatever you find. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Our role is to counsel. And use our experience and our education to do that counseling. That's right. Any decisions, home inspection, pricing, anything along the line is ultimately the decision of the client. That's right. 
we're here to make recommendations. And a home in inspection my is not an end all be all too. No. They can't see through walls. They don't have X ray vision. They can only do what they can do. I, I have clients that just purchased a home uh, and they moved in and a week or two, I guess, after they moved in, they had a leak and found out that some plumbing situation in the wall had been put together at some point with duct tape. And so maybe it was 20 years ago, maybe it was last month, I don't know, but it leaked. Now, the home inspector would have never seen that. No. And it's, and so, you know. And it's conceivable that the sellers didn't know that. It it is absolutely Mm -hmm. conceivable. Or conceivable that they did know about it and thought they did their best to remedy it. Right, because they hadn't had any problems. We just don't know. So Mm -hmm. that's the other thing I want to say about this, really, Mm -hmm. about about the whole home inspection process is that, you know, just because you have one, it doesn't mean that it's, uh, this is not a warranty. Right. Right? Exactly. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, things still happen and, and, you know, you just have to take it all with a grain of salt. Right. Because really, if you are, I mean, we're homeowners, what are the things that would really stop me from buying a property? Really? I, for me, probably nothing. Because anything's fixable. Anything's if you love fixable. the home. Yeah. 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 I mean, and, th- and this is just how it goes. I right? have this conversation surprisingly frequently about pools. Right. People find the house of their dreams, but they're not going to buy it because it has a pool. Right. So get rid of the pool. Right. Right. If it's, a, it's, if it's otherwise the most fabulous house for you. Right. Get rid of the pool. Everything is fixable. Yeah. Right. Everything's, so I don't think anything would turn. I, well, you've seen my house. So clearly <laughs> nothing would turn me off. I have a fixer upper. Uh, 16 years after moving there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but progress. if we're talking about um, if you're gearing up for um, a really strong 2021 and thinking of Durham prompted me to think about that. Another pet peeve of mine is not allowing adequate access to the home. Right. So many times now I'm seeing on listings really restricted right. visitation times. hours. Yeah. 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 And I don't understand going into a sales situation, uh, you know, like that. I no, mean, it's, even it's, with COVID, we have protocols in place. It can be done completely safely. Yeah. Um, you know, people at the beginning of COVID, there were some instances where people were buying sight unseen. Yeah. But that's not going on now. No. So you have to let it be sight seen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We should do a whole episode. Yeah. About the do's and don'ts. Yeah, let's do that. Let's save it. Yeah, I agree. Because um, there's so much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really, and on that note, just one other thing yeah. about that is yeah, yeah. if you have tenants yeah. in there, um, unless. You know, they're really, really keeping the place nicely, which is rare. And with the restrictions that tenants put on, the showing, like, wait till the tenants are out. Yeah, so much uh, uh, more effective work and uh, stronger results. Absolutely, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, But yeah, just on that note, I think, um, again, for 2021, if it's on your radar, start thinking about that, you know, getting the place ready. Maybe doing... Well, now's the time to call us. Now's the time to call us. Because February is coming quickly. And just to start to get ready, I mean, now's the time to do it. And even to talk about, well, should I get the home inspection now? Is now the time that we should be doing that? Yeah. If you hope to take advantage of a strong 2021, you don't want to leave it till... Yeah. 20, February 15th, 2021. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You got. You probably have to paint. You probably have to declutter. You probably have to do all that stuff. I mean, things are a little quieter over the holidays. Now might be the right time, right? And you got everybody at home to help you. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> what else are you doing? Yeah. And that's, I think, oh, yeah, that's, when it comes to that decluttering and, I mean, that takes time. You, yeah. you have to get, you have to really work on it. You have to get storage probably somewhere. You have to, you know. 
you have to prepare for yeah. the decluttering. Yeah. It doesn't just happen overnight. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Do you ever get, don't you get that sometimes when people will call you in and say, I want to get my place ready to go and, and uh, we want to put it on the market next week. And you're like, oh my God. Yeah. I get that because some people um, procrastinate or some, sometimes situations change and it has to be a last minute decision. But I, I never, I don't typically say something, but in my heart, I'm going, why didn't you call me a month ago? Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. Get the storage unit mm-hmm. ready. Mm-hmm. And I've heard it's hard to get storage units right now. Oh. Now, I think I have a couple of theories about that, but I think some of that might be because everyone's moved home offices into the home and they've needed to move maybe other furniture out. Yep. And so if you do need a storage unit because you are thinking about selling, you might want to get on that sooner than later. Right. Yeah. Mm, I didn't think about it. all these implications that you just don't think about. With no, I know until you're, situation. yeah, mm-hmm. right. Because if you want to sell in, in February and you don't have storage, right, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about people storing their extra stuff in the garage or in the basement? It all depends, I say. Every situation is unique. Um, my preference overall is not to have it. But, and I don't love storage in the basement. The garage, I'm a bit softer on. I mean, a lot of people buy without even looking in the garage. Yeah. Um, I, so for me, the preference is to remove all the clutter, to declutter, not just move clutter. Um, but there's sometimes um, circumstances when it's not possible and we can make anything work. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I feel the same. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like a storage unit best. Yeah, yeah, 100%. If you're trying to save money. Yeah. Right. Um, good. Okay. So uh, just to wrap up here, November stats still pretty good. If you own a condo, what do you think? Should people hold out? Should they be thinking about the new year? Should they be just waiting to see what's going on? What's your take on that? If you want to sell a condo. I would talk to us. <laughs> Besides that. Um, that's a tough one. Yeah. Um, depends where it is. It's a tough one. It is. depends on where it is, what it is, how big it is, mm-hmm. um, uh, if there are tenants or not, yeah. who the target audience, yeah. how you know, many of them for sale in, might the, be. in the yeah. building. It's, I can't give a straight answer yeah. to that. It's interesting because I, I do a lot of work in South Etobicoke, as you know, yeah. and a lot of the condos there, and there are buildings there that traditionally have not sold very well, that have been selling quite well during this time. Right. And there are other buildings that right now there might They're be... They're sitting a bit. Oh, yeah. Like like the new ones on Shore Breeze. Good Lord. I think uh, 30 Shore Breeze had something last time I looked, like 40 listings in there. Yeah. And... Um, and part of that, the problem is that it was a, a new build, right? So yeah. people take possession. And then there's a... Influx of, yeah, yeah. they're trying yeah. to, which is a mistake. So I say every location, every condo building, every unit is unique. And so I can't give a blanket answer to that. Although I do feel if you buy and sell in the same market, mm-hmm. like it's a no-brainer, yeah, I would. In definitely. that circumstance, I would. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. you just have to be thinking a little bit further ahead than maybe you mm-hmm. used to, right? Mm-hmm. Right. What are your long-term plans? Why do you want to sell it? What do you want to buy? You know, all that kind of stuff. Exactly. And we'll get into that. We'll have a have a good um, a good episode about sort of, you know, the different things, the do's and don'ts mm-hmm. um, about what you should be considering and not considering going forward. Yeah, I'd love that. Excellent. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's our episode for today. Hope you enjoyed it. You know, uh, reach out to us if you have any questions, comments, anything through the website, through the podcast. We're here. And uh, we'll see you again soon. See you soon. Happy real estate. Happy real estate. 
We hope you've enjoyed the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team. But more importantly, we hope you feel better informed and enthusiastic about your real estate future. We know buying and selling can be stressful, so let us help. If you're looking for hands-on support in the greater Toronto area, the Janelle Cameron team from Remax Hallmark Realty is ready to assist. Visit JanelleCameron.com. That's J-E-N-E-L-L-E Cameron.com or dial 416-486-5588. Join us again next week as we deliver more content to help you reach your real estate dreams.